Ladies and gentlemen, from the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace and Justice, Deacon Gerald Salenti. Hello, this is Deacon Salenti of the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace and Justice. Well, going back to February of this year, when the Russians invaded Ukraine, hardly a peep about peace, only more talk about war. And why is the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice just about one of the only churches speaking about peace and the God that you believe in? And again, the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice is open to everyone. Whatever God you believe in is the God you believe in. But what God do you believe in that believes in war? Please tell me. You could email me, go to the website, Freedom, Peace, Justice, and you could email us. Tell me the God that believes in war. And why don't we hear about demands for more peace and demands to stop the war from the Catholics, from the Jews, from the Muslims, from the Episcopalians, from the Baptists, from the Seventh-day Adventists, from the Mormons, across the spectrum. Where are their leaders speaking about peace? Nothing. What God do they believe in? You know, I was driving this past week. I was up in Lenox, Massachusetts. And I went by a house that had a big sign in front of it. God bless America. God bless America? For what? For the wars? God doesn't bless these wars. So here's an article from, from John Pilger. Silencing the lambs, how propaganda works. It works beautifully. He goes on to say he, uh, in 1970, I met one of Hitler's leading propagandists, Lenny Reifenstahl, whose epic films glorify the Nazis. We happened to be staying at the same lodge in Kenya when she was on a photography assignment, having escaped the fate of other friends of the Fuhrer. She told me that Quote, the patriotic messages of her films were dependent not on orders from above, but on what she called the submissive void of the German public. Did that include the liberal educated bourgeoisie, I asked? Yes, especially them, she said. Especially them. So now... At this time, who are the educated bourgeoisie? Well, we would call them now, in the language that they use today, liberal Democrats. They were the ones that supported Hitler the most, just like in the United States, as they support the Ukraine war. This is an article from Friday's Wall Street Journal. Republicans 
increasingly opposed to aid for Ukraine, new poll shows. Only 13% of what Pilger called the educated bourgeoisie, which people call today Democrats and liberals, only 13% oppose sending additional financial aid to Ukraine to support the war effort. On the Republican side, 59% oppose sending more weapons of death to Ukraine. Look how this has shifted. Not to say that the Republicans are, you know, so wonderful about peace, but it's interesting about this change. And it's exactly what's happened. The bourgeoisie, the elites, the educated, are the ones that supported Hitler, according to this woman. And then John Pilger goes on to say, in my lifetime, the United States has overthrown or attempted to overthrow more than 50 governments, mostly democracies. It has interfered in democratic elections in 30 countries. It has dropped bombs on people of 30 countries, most of them poor and defenseless. It has attempted to murder the leaders of 50 countries. It has fought to suppress liberation movements in 20 countries. The extent and scale of the carnage is largely unreported, unrecognized, and those responsible continue to dominate Anglo-American political life. This was the headline in Yahoo News on Friday. Marjorie Taylor Greene makes alarming promise about Ukraine if GOP wins Congress. Now let's go back to the statement about, I met one of Hitler's leading propagandists. She told me that the patriotic messages of her films were dependent not, that's em emphasized, on orders from above, but what she called the submissive void of the German public, the media. Marjorie Taylor Greene makes alarming promise about Ukraine. Alarming. That's the propagandist word. So let's listen to the alarmist Alarmist promise. Far-right Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican Georgia, propaganda, far-right. Vowed to nix American funding for Ukraine's resistance to Russian invasion if the GOP retakes Congress in next week's midterm elections. I'm not far right. I'm not middle. 
I'm not left. I'm a free individual to think for myself, as are the practitioners of the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice. We're not isolated in little groups. We look at events and issues for what they are and decide and think for yourself. But they call a right wing. Vow to nix American funding for Ukraine. That's alarming promise. She goes on to say, quote, the only border they care about is Ukraine. She's correct. This is a border war between Russia and Ukraine that's been going on now for over 300 years. Number two, not America's southern border. She's correct. Ukrainians don't care. Green said Democrats at a rally in Iowa, quote, she said that at a rally in Iowa, and another quote, under Republicans, not another penny will go to Ukraine. Our country comes first. They don't care about our border or our people. Like her, hate her, right, left, middle, I could not agree with her more. Not another penny to go bloodying the killing fields. And our country comes first. That's what George Washington and the founding fathers said. No foreign entanglements. It's going on in Europe. It's been going on for centuries. Don't get involved. And again, it's a border war that's been going on for centuries. And they don't care about our people. You think the Ukrainians care? Or about the border issues we have? They don't care. But that shows you the propaganda and how they write it. Again, as John Pilger says, in my lifetime, the United States has overthrown or attempted to overthrow more than 50 governments. It interfered in elections in 30 countries, dropped bombs on 30 countries, attempted to murder the leaders of 50 countries, fought to suppress liberation movements in 20 countries. So, again, I see a sign, God bless America. God doesn't bless that. That's using God's name in vain. God bless the America of the founding fathers for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's God. Only war. And if you talk about peace, you're blackballed. In God we trust. Well, that's what it says on the U.S. currency. No God trusts war. What God are you talking about? How about in Satan you trust? It's going through some old papers, getting rid of things, piling up. And I found this from March of 2014. That is the same time 
this Trends Journal came out a little later, spring of 2014, how he detailed the overthrow of the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych by the United States. And the facts are right here. This is from BBC. So you know you can't call it a propaganda network. Ukraine crisis created artificially. This is according to Russia's foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov. He confirmed Russia had contacts with Ukraine's interim government, but said Kyiv was beholden to the radical right. And he said that Russia was open to future dialogue if the West is, quote, honest and partner-like. The article goes on to say, the crisis in Ukraine began in late November when President Viktor Yanukovych abandoned a landmark agreement. So they make the agreement a landmark agreement with the EU in favor of closer ties with Russia. Oh, so this went back to 2013, November. That's right. Here was the deal. The European Union has called Ukraine the most corrupt nation in Europe. Ukraine has been broke since the breakup of the Soviet Union in 1990-1991. They needed money. They were going to make a deal with the IMF, the International Monetary Fund, and the European Union. Russia stepped in and said, we have a better deal for you. We'll give you a lower interest rates and we will lower the price on the oil coming into your country. So Yanukovych said, sure, let's go with it. And that is the crisis in Ukraine began in late November when President Viktor Yanukovych abandoned a landmark agreement. And that's because they didn't go with the IMF and the EU. That's when they overthrew the government. And you could Google up Victoria Newland, N-U-L-A-N-D, in December. There's November, December, right after that. Her speaking in Washington to Ukrainians and saying that the United States sent $5 billion to non-governmental organizations in Ukraine to teach them democracy i.e. overthrow the government, right in front of your eyes. The Russian foreign minister said the interim government in Kyiv, quote, was not independent because it depends to a great extent on the radical nationalists who seized power by force of arms. Right sector, this is now the main radical group, was, quote, calling the tune in Kyiv, he said. Again, the right sector, the Nazi sector, the Azov sector, and using terror and intimidation as its methods. And this is from Friday, January 28th, 2022, earlier this year. 
Putin accuses NATO of ignoring Russia's concerns in Ukraine as Ukraine crisis simmers. Vladimir Putin said the United States and NATO allies have ignored Russia's main security concerns, but promised to continue talks in the West. And then you read through the whole article. Washington and European capitals rejected Russia's demands to veto Ukraine's NATO membership. Russia didn't want Ukraine to join NATO and put missiles facing at Russia, just like the United States would not allow missiles in Cuba during a Cuban Missile Crisis. Or if they had them up in Canada and the Chinese had missiles down in Mexico shining at the United States, we wouldn't like that. So that was the number one thing, or among the things. The key questions have been ignored, Putin reported, we said. And then they go to the very, very end of the article, right down the very last line. You ready? Ukraine is still embroiled in a war. When is this? Friday, January 22nd. The overthrow of the government was in February of 2014. Again, detailed explicitly in the Trends Journal. Ukraine is still embroiled in the war. 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, eight years. Ukraine is still embroiled in a war with Russian-backed separatists. The Donbass region, they went separate. They were all Russians. They didn't support the coup. In the east of the country, that has claimed 14,000 lives. Look how unclear they write that. Ukraine is still embroiled in a war with Russian-backed separatists in the east of the country that has claimed 14,000 lives. It makes it sound like Russia is still embroiled in war. And it looks like the Russians killed those people. No, no, the Ukrainian government did. And it's the last line and very unclear. That's the propaganda that works. It's never reported of all the people being killed in the Donbass region by the Ukrainians. Again, the media shows casualties from Ukraine, but they don't show casualties from the Donbass region. God does not bless this. So, as I say, week after week after week after week, do what you can to bring peace on earth, goodwill to all. Because if you don't, we will all die. A friend of mine stopped in talking. He said, yeah, you know, you have these rallies and you fight for peace, but it's a waste of time. And of course, I didn't like that. And I said, you're responsible for what's going on because you're saying you can't win. You are the losers. You're the ones that follow. 
Just do anything you can, anything that you can. And if everybody did a little something for peace, the whole program would change. So do what you can. And of course, support the Universal Church of Freedom, Peace, and Justice, because we're warriors for the Prince of Peace. Are you? FreedomPeaceJustice.com. Thank you. Amen and a women.